0: Flanders Fields by John McCrae who died in 1918 In Flanders fields the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place And in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly scarce heard amid the guns below We are the dead Short days ago we lived felt dawn saw sunset glow loved and were loved and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep. Though poppies grow in Flanders' fields. Flanders' fields is in Belgium, where much of World War One was concentrated. The Germans um, invaded through Belgium to attack France in August of 1914 and because of the British and French resistance to the attack um, much of the German advance well it stopped short of Paris and a lot of it was I won't say trapped exactly but kind of trapped in Belgium which is northeast of France you had to get through Belgium to get to France because of the mountains well Flanders is a place where there's fields. (laughs) And in those fields, poppies are blowing, it says, between the crosses. It's a cemetery already. So many people had already died. And this poem was written, published in December of 1915, which is just a year and a half into the war. Already there's this makeshift, I suppose, cemetery. Why are poppies blowing between the crosses? Interestingly, because poppies, which is now the flower that we use to remember World War I, and people even make them out of cloth and put them on their shirts on, on Armistice Day, or we call it Remembrance Day, I guess. I forget what we call it. Veterans Day. Um, poppies, though, are a flower that grows in turned soil, plowed soil. What plowed that soil that caused the poppies to grow? Battle. Normally the farmer plows the field, plants seeds, but here it was battle that plowed the field, the fields and made the poppies grow. And yet this is still an optimistic poem. John McCrae was from Ontario, from Canada, descended from Scottish immigrants. But what's interesting about the fact that he's from Ontario, Canada, is that during World War I, during the Great War... Canada, New Zealand, and Australia played gigantic roles and gave some of the sturdiest and most courageous soldiers in the war. And each of those countries, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia, really found their identity as nations during that war. The empire called on them. They were still part of the the imperial um regime i forget the technical term for it but they were still part of the the british they were still they still recognized the queen but they were independent nations during the battle of gallipoli new zealand and australia came to know themselves and 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 that's they even have a day called anzac day which anzac was a beachhead australia new zealand and i forget what ac stood for but here canada also Um, comes to know itself through the military involvement in World War I. And yet again, notice that there's still larks singing bravely in the sky, but you can't really hear them. There's guns below. But the basic point McRae makes here is, don't you forget us. Consequently, the poem was used, at least in England, to recruit soldiers. Even though it has a starkness to it, it's still used to call soldiers because he's saying, don't forget us. There's a lot of people who look at World War I, and you, I read a lot over the last couple of weeks. I read a lot of articles saying things like needless dying and so on. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what war doesn't involve needless death? I mean, what, what does this even mean, needless death? Did World War I need to be fought? Well, I don't, I don't know what to say about that. The deaths weren't meaningless, and sometimes you see that term used. People died heroically. But it wasn't as clean, as a war as World War II where we can look at it and say we were the good guys and they were the bad guys, no matter what we did, which isn't a healthy attitude. World War One requires a little bit more um, introspection maybe, but it had to be fought. At least it had to be fought by those who were called up to fight. And to forget the heroism and to forget the supreme sacrifices that were made in World War One is almost as big as a deal, maybe a bigger deal, as to forget the changed world that the Great War brought about. Now I'm not gonna read this in this two or three day sequence here, but if you want to see the effect of and the consequence of the Great War on the European Mind, The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot, it's quite a good post-World War I poem. But John McCray wrote In Flanders Fields, and it was published in Punch Magazine on December 8th, 1915. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place and in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly scarce heard amid the guns below we are the dead short days ago we lived felt dawn saw sunset glow loved and were loved and now we lie in Flanders fields take up our quarrel with the foe to you from failing hands we throw the torch be yours to hold it high if ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders Field.